Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Murmurings, a National Credit Union Foundation podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Morris, Director of Communications at the Foundation, where every podcast we're highlighting best practices around financial education, financial well-being, philosophy, and philanthropy in the credit union space. Why, that's what we do at the Foundation, providing tools, resources, programs, and more to credit unions and credit union organizations to help their members improve their financial lives. First, a quick reminder, uh, the Foundation's humbled to be the point entity for disaster within the crediting system, and we unfortunately still very busy. As you know, we're currently fundraising through our CUA platform to help crediting staff and volunteers affected by an unprecedented four disasters. Uh, most recently, the devastating wildfires in California, as well as Tropical Storm Harvey in Texas, Hurricane Irma in Florida, and Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Thousands of crediting people still need your help. Donate today to our General Disaster Relief Fund at cua.coop. All right, in today's episode, we talk with two credit unions who have held annual Kids Days or Youth Days for children in their communities. These are free events for families to attend, attracting hundreds of people. Kids Days events encourage savings, new memberships, engagement with community partners, along with financial education, fun, games, and much more. For more information, you're going to hear from MSU Federal Credit Union in Michigan and Bear Paw Credit Union in Montana. They share details of the respective events and what they've learned over the years. With that, let's go now to my conversation with Deidre Davis, Chief Marketing Officer at MSU Federal Credit Union. Deidre Davis, thank you for coming on Murmuring's podcast. Uh, just to start, if you could talk a little bit about your credit union. Sure. Um, so I'm with MSU Federal Credit Union, and we were founded back in 1937. So this is actually our 80th year. So we've been celebrating that all year long, and that's been very exciting. We're headquartered in East Lansing, Michigan. We have um, just under 250,000 members, and we're about $3.7 billion in assets. And we just hired our 800th employee uh, about a month ago. So exciting things happening here for sure. Wow. So you said $3.7 billion in assets. Yes. So MSU Federal Credit Union, that's, I mean, that's Michigan State University. So I would assume then that you're community chartered. Well, actually, we're not, if you can believe that. So we're SEG-based, and um, but MSU, Michigan State University, like you said, there are 55,000 students that attend that college. So it's a huge campus. Oh, wow. We Right, exactly. We don't necessarily open, um, unfortunately, all of the accounts for all of the students every year, but we do open accounts for about half of the incoming class each year. So that helps grow our membership base. And then the state of Michigan employees are also one of our SEGs. So that's another um, huge component. And then um, friends and family members of faculty, staff, and students is the other large component of, of our membership. Wow. So you guys are doing something right if, you know, just between the, those two Segs and everyone else with three point seven billion. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, See, it, I we met, had some phenomenal assumed. growth this past maybe wow. ten years or so. It's been crazy. Wow. Well, that's great. Well, congrats yeah. on that, and also congrats on the um. Well, the reason you're on today is just to talk about this annual Kids Day that I was reading about, just with your youth members and everything. So, the Kids Day I uh, was reading about was August of this year, and uh, so when did this idea start? Uh, how long have you been doing this? So we um, hosted our first Kids Day back in 2012, and it was part of the um, Credit Union National Association's um, National Youth Month. And um, that's in April, like you noted. Our mm-hmm. Kids Day was in August. And the reason it then eventually morphed into being held in 
August was because when we would have it in April, the first couple of years, it was indoors and we had 100, maybe 200 people. Well, then it got a lot bigger very suddenly. And so we didn't have the space indoors to accommodate that number of people. So we needed in Michigan to have it in a month that being outdoors was actually conducive to being outdoors. And so um, that's in 2015, we moved it outdoors and that's when we had to move it to August rather than April. Right, because you are in Michigan, and uh, yes. August's best month, because, uh, again, I'm in Wisconsin, so the weather is far better for outside activities. Right. Because <laughs> April, you could get snow. You don't know. Exactly. Right. Uh, right. Wow. So this last year, let's just take that one, for example, your most recent one. It sounds like it was one of the biggest, if not the biggest. Yeah. What happens? So say I take, I have two daughters. So say I go to the kids' day, like what kind of things are happening? Sure. So, um, So there's... Every year we do try a couple different things um, at the at the kids' day, but this year one of the um, biggest draws, and we were really amazed by this, was we had a cotton candy maker, and the line for that was, I mean, that you would have thought that we were handing out, you know, $1,000 bills or something like that because the line and the excitement over can- cotton candy was just phenomenal. So so that was something that was new this year. And what we learned was next year we will have two or three cotton candy makers <laughs> because the, the gal who was working that station, I don't know how her arm didn't just simply <laughs> fall off from the constant spinning of that. Um, but then we also have um, different inflatables, so, you know, like obstacle kind of course that the that the kids can participate in um, this year we had a photo booth uh, we have always I think we have face painting and then different crafts and so like this year's um, youth savings um, theme was um, uh, give a hoot about savings um, something along those lines so it was create your own um, owl mask was the craft that the kids could do we also have a financial education table where they can um, do different games to learn more more about their money. And then um, we have oftentimes police and fire um, representation. So last year we had um, the police department brought a canine uh, unit. And so that was a lot of fun for the kids to get to meet a dog who was a police officer. And other times it's tour the fire truck. And then we also um, have popcorn and pizza and that's complimentary. And so, you know, we invite not just kids to come along, but their whole family. And so it's really, it's a great time for families to spend together, but then to be doing all of these activities together as well. And so we, um, this year also, something that was very popular was we set up four iPads that had our youth apps on them. And um, the the kids that were in attendance could play those apps to test them out and see how they liked them. And then hopefully their parents would, you know, download them on their app or, or excuse me, on their smartphone or iPhone or Android or whatever so that they could use those in the future. And all of those apps teach kids about money. And so, so there was really a, a wide variety, whether someone was technologically um, minded or if they just wanted some cotton candy. Right. Yeah. Who thought the cotton candy maker? That's... Right. <laughs> Boy, crazy. Kids like that sort of thing. So it sounds like a fun event, just almost, I mean, you get to do so many different things. I mean, kids love going to the fire truck and they love 
dogs, some in the canine yes. units, and like you know, some kids like you said, they just say, "Hey, give me an iPad, and I'm happy to do that." Right, so, <laughs> exactly. So, so many different things. So, how does the the piece, you know, with the uh, there's that financial education component there with the with the iPads, but what else did you do to encourage the kind of engagement with the credit union? Sure. Um, yeah. So one of the things is is as one of our youth. Um, accounts that we have is our dollar dog account. And I, I know that several credit unions participate with um, dollar dog, cha-ching. And so dollar dog is um, our account for five to 12 year olds. And as part of that, youth members, when they make deposits, they get it for every $10 that they deposit, they get a dollar dog coin. And then how we let them use those coins is then they redeem them for different prizes in our dollar dog store. And so at the the kids day, we always have half price items. And so they can buy from the dollar dog store, but rather than, you know, um, looking at the picture of the items, say online, they're actually able to see a variety of the, the prizes. And like I said, they're half price. And so it's, you know, you can basically, um, you know, if you were saving and you were up to 40 of these dollar dog coins, then maybe you could get two things instead of one. And so, so that's a way that, you know, leading up to it, um, people in the branches and, and on the phone are talking to, you know, members, parents, um, when they see on the account that there might be a youth account as well that, you know, hey, this event is coming up and, and, you know, be sure to let your child know to bring their dollar dog coins and and, and um, cash those in. And if they have any birthday money sitting around, they might want to make more deposits and things like that. So, um, so that's one way. And then because this event is open, not just to our members, but to community members as well, we found that really useful in regards to engaging with people about the credit union. And so I would bet that I personally talked to between 15 and 20 people, parents, that were literally going from the Kids Day event, which is at our headquarters, but there's also a branch there, and they were going directly to the branch to open kids' accounts, because I think they wanted to come to the event, can you check out what's this credit union about, what do they have to offer, and then they were like, okay, I get this, this is a, you know, a great deal, and so, um, so that really helps engage, and so that's why, for us, it's not just about, you know, members, but it's about doing something good and fun for the community as well, and it's completely free to, to everyone who attends. Right. Yeah, I can see easily as a as a parent going to an event like this one. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I like these people already. Yeah, doing, oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, aside from you know, you talked a little bit about um, some of the folks that were at the event, you know, like the police and fire and things like that. But what other kind of community partners did you have? Maybe this year, or even in previous years. Yeah, so this year was the first year that we partnered with um, the local PBS station. And what was really fun about that was they um, provided a character from one of their TV shows um, that came. And so, again, the kids were really excited to see that particular, um, his name was Arthur, and I unfortunately am not as familiar <laughs> with the I know a little bit kids. about Arthur. He's, yeah, he's a huge hit with the kids. <laughs> right, and so he was a big hit. And then I just met this morning, 
visiting with the, the individuals, again, from the local PBS station, and we're talking about um, this year's Kids' Day, and they said maybe Curious George will be able to show up, or even um, Daniel the Tiger, and so again, that's not a character I know so much about, but I have heard of him, and I know he's a, a big a big hit from uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Oh, so, so that's, um, so like you said, in addition to the police and fire, we also um, sometimes will part- partner with um, a local children's museum, Impression 5, and they'll come and they'll have some kind of display or something that the kids can, you know, actually touch and feel and learn from. And so we're really open to um, uh, partnering with different community partners, so to speak, so that um, the kids get a really well-rounded experience. So it's not just all games, but there's some learning and it's not just financial education, but it's, you know, learning about, you know, whether it's about a police person or a fire truck or, um, you know, something from the museum, things like that. So so we looked as to what kind of partnerships would make sense. And if it makes sense, let's take a look at it. Right. It makes sense, too, from the standpoint, like, say I work at the PBS station or Children's Museum, talk about a win-win situation because they're getting, you know, a lot of visibility around the community. So that's... Right, right. And, you know, I I apologize. I forgot to mention, we also have a minor league baseball um, team in town. And so the mascot of that, he comes every year as well. And so that, again, is just something, like you're saying, it's great recognition and publicity for them. We have had about 800 attendees this year and it's great for us to partner with them because the kids are so excited you know there's big lugs so so that's a nice um, tie-in if you if you know towns happen to have the minor league baseball or any of the other minor minor league sports and so forth totally yeah i mean whether it's arthur or mascot like guaranteed kids love anyone in costume for the most yes. part like that's <laughs> just a winning combination so that's exactly amazing. and you said 800 attendees too yes wow yes we it's um funny because we had actually over a thousand people that had rsvp'd so we do ask that everyone rsvps and there's a um a form on our website um but we don't you know there's like I said, there's no cost or anything, but we just try to get a great gauge of how much um, pizza or how much cotton candy, how much right. water, et cetera, that we will actually need to have. And so um, this year, and we always do have, you know, a certain percentage that doesn't show because you know how things happen. So yeah, it was it was just over 800 people attended this year. Wow. So. That's that's great. Um, I would assume too. That's more than previous years, I guess. Yeah, it was yes. Every single year it increases. So the year before, I believe was was right around six hundred, and this year I think that the actual total, I think it was eight hundred and sixty. So um, it's just been phenomenal since um, since two thousand and twelve. It's grown almost five hundred percent. You wow. know, for two thousand seventeen numbers over two thousand twelve. So it's just been phenomenal. Well, I'm guessing just the word of mouth. I mean, you have a free event. People come back and say, I just did this thing. And right. yeah, it was great. So kids got yeah, to make exactly. cotton candy, got to meet Arthur. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and because we um, kind of internally, we kind of calculate, like, what is the value that someone would actually get from this? Not not the intrinsic kind of value, right. but, you know, if they were taking their, their child, say, to the fair mm-hmm. or to some other event and 
they were buying a cotton candy and they were buying, you know, a ride, which might be like the inflatables right. and they were doing these things. And so we figure it's, it's between a 20 and $30 value um, per child. And so that's, you know, that's a lot of money. And, and sometimes people don't necessarily have the disposable income that they could afford that. And so we're really happy when we can, you know, help, but like I said earlier, give back to the community in, in that way. And so it, it's, it's good for the community. It's good for us. So we couldn't be happier to, to do it. And we just love it. Well, it sounds like it. So in, in terms of uh, impact or success, I mean, you've got a lot more people there, which is great. And it sounds like, you know, you have some of the people that are not even members of the credit union literally going from the event to the credit union, just open an account. But what other kind right. of success or impact have you seen just over the last few years? So I think um so I think even some of the things that we see is people um getting familiarity. I've mentioned police, fire trucks and so forth, but getting to know those and oh those aren't scary, those are really helpful, nice people. And so, you know, some years we've had a police car and other years it's been a, a police motorcycle and you know, those are fascinating things and oftentimes you don't actually get to see those up close and so just making those kind of everyday things that can look a little bit scary, more comfortable and more familiar. That's been, you know, a success in, in our minds. And then, um, you know, I think that you kind of mentioned just the, the bringing people together. And so at the event, we see so many people. So we just have like big tables that people sit at. So people are sitting with strangers, you know, and then by the time, you know, they might just be exchanging, you know, some 10 minutes together, but they're having a nice interaction with one another. So again, I think it just increases the feel of community in our area. And so that to us is again, a a success story. And then um, if it helps to elevate other community partners, so if PBS then um, gets a little bit more publicity and then they have more viewers to support PBS, you know, all of these things kind of working in tandem and with one another really help, I think, contribute to the, what we deem as success of the event. And I mean, you're celebrating too your uh, your youth members as well. Which yes. Is, how cool is that with their dollar dollar dog right. coins and everything? <laughs> exactly. Else, which is really cool. Yes. So yes. Say, say I um I'm gonna, I work at a credit in Texas or California or Florida. I mean, what advice would you give in terms of just having done this for the last few years? Um, sure. Clearly, it sounds like being outside rather than inside. Is a, that. A tip. Oh, have more than one cotton candy machine. Right. More than one cotton candy. If you learn nothing else, that's got to be important. Um, but, you know, I think that um, having enough people to actually work the event is important because we typically have at least one person working every single station and some, some areas require more than one person. So maybe an inflatable, you need someone at the, if it's a, you know, obstacle course, you need someone at the beginning and someone at the end because you want to make sure that the kids actually come out the other end. And so you're making sure, you know, you're just accounting for them and so forth. Um, And so that's important to make sure that you have. And then we always have a few people that are rotating individuals so that they help provide relief. So we have hosted this a couple of times when it's been outdoors, when it's been in the 90s. And so it's so very hot. So we um, always provide water. Um, And it's funny because some years, and it hasn't correlated with the temperature, but some years water is very, very popular. And other times it's soft drinks. And other times it's been juice. 
Yes. And so you, you know, we offer all three and, and honestly, we always run out of something and it's okay. We just um, make sure we have enough food and then any um, pizzas that we have, we normally just have pizzas cause it's easy. Um, that any of those that we have left over, we um, contact a local homeless shelter to see if they would um, like to receive those and if that could be useful so that it's not going to waste. Um, but we probably overorder because we do know that, that people are kind of making a day out of this. And based on the, the times um, of it, it generally is over a lunch hour time from like 11 to one. So people are coming expecting to have food. So I would, I would think, you know, and we tell people, you know, there'll be food and fun and prizes. So I would think to just maybe um, be conscious and, and over order on the food. If you have an outlet, you know, where you can um, use the excess. Um, Let's see. Um, um, I think the addition of the Dollar Dog store at the event was a really big hit. So we just started that last year, and we had just, again, people, children bringing in, you know, oodles and oodles of these Dollar Dog coins. And, you know, I mean, some of them had hundreds of them, and we would not have imagined that people were saving them to that degree. And so that was really um really fun. And then getting the word out early. So we normally send a mailer to all of our um, youth account um, households. And then we also put signage up in our branches. We put something on our website. We put something in our mobile app to tell people about it. We'll put it on Facebook, on you know Twitter, on our various social media, because we really, since we're, we're hosting it, like we want to make sure people know about it. Because the worst thing, if we, you know, it doesn't matter if one person shows up or 800, We've paid for that inflatable. And that's probably the other thing. Like we keep growing ours, but we didn't start out having all of these different activities. So um, in the month of April, we do to celebrate Youth Month, we do still have what we internally call a an internal um, kind of small kids day, but it's not a kids day like this. It is where it's in all the branches. Kids can stop in. They can make some kind of craft. They get a little trinket or, you know, prize or something like that. But we really encourage that. And so you don't have to have, you know, inflatables and cotton candy machines and a character from, you know, PBS to make it an engaging and exciting time for your, your members and community members to come and enjoy it. So I would say that anyone, you know, who's listening, who's like, well, you know, I can't necessarily do that. You know, my credit union is 300 million, not 3 billion. Well, just start small because anything is going to be fun and exciting. So maybe it's coloring sheets that you can print on the um, photocopier as opposed to owl masks that, you know, you have die cut, you know. So I think just knowing that you don't have to be offering everything under the sun, but just start somewhere and you'll see that members are so appreciative and just love it. Right. Well, those are all good tips. And I think that's a good point because even, you know, at your level, like you said, if you, know, you don't have to be $3 billion, but I would assume you've grown leaps and bounds just from your first kid's day right. until now. I mean, yes. every year you learn a little bit more. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't think there were any inflatables in 2012. And then I think in 2013, I'm not sure that there were any. In 2014, we had one and then we had two and two. And then this year we had three. So, you know, you just grow it as you can. And, and, and that's perfect. Right. So, 
Yeah. And free food, like you said, too. That's, I mean, you can't right. underestimate that. That <laughs> um, gets a lot of people. Plus, to your other point, I, I never really thought about that, but, you know, having taken my kids to, like, a carnival, for example, I mean, you could easily spend $30 on a couple rides and cotton candy. I mean, so just right. providing all that value um, yes. for an event is really, really fun. So right, what, absolutely. What about my favorite question? Um, you know, you've been at Kids Days and around it and worked on it. What are your favorite parts? of kind of this event? Um, so I would say, gosh, it probably um, varies, but I think with the central theme of my favorite part is some of the wonderment that you see on the kids' faces. And so whether it's someone who's seeing Big Leg or if it's someone who is, you know, taking a, a ride down the inflatable slide and then look of joy on their face or, you know, there was a little girl who had, she, I'm sure she was not five or six years old and she um, was thin as a rail and she was like, this is the best pizza I've ever had. And she must have had four pieces of pizza. And so it was like, she was just, just loving that pizza. And so, so I think just seeing how much fun that the kids are having, we have, I think I mentioned, but maybe not, we generally have the glitter tattoo where um, little tattoos are, are painted onto the kids, you know, hands. And um, the, they have, you know, maybe 10 choices. And of course, with MSU Spartans are pretty big here. And so the, again, the joy of getting to see that or getting to see the police dog, you know, oh my gosh, it's a dog. And so it's just really fun to see how much excitement and joy the kids are having. And that, you know, to know that the credit union was a part of, of making that child's, you know, couple hours of a day, just great. It really feels wonderful. And so I'd say that's probably my favorite part, but I know it's not a specific part. No, no. Just, I mean, yeah, like you said, this affected creating kind of facilitated and hosted this hey, right. fun event for families and especially the kids. Yeah. People, I mean, again, two girls. I've seen many glitter tattoos <laughs> and those, just a tattoo that they have the rest of the day, probably the yes. whole weekend. Right, um, exactly. That's kind of a big deal. So that's yes, awesome. exactly. So right. in terms of What's next? I assume you know it's a big hit. I'm probably going to have the, another kids' day or anything else like that. Yeah. So we we definitely um, we don't have our date set um, for 2018, but we're definitely planning um, another kids' day in 2018. And then something else that we do um, in I had mentioned in April that we do kind of a a small kids day where, you know, there's an activity at all the, all of the branches, but we also um, have Santa coming to our branches, um, not to all of our branches, but um, he, he will go to one branch in each of our um, market areas and on a particular day in December. And so that's a lot of fun. And what we do with that is we this um, past year bought um, we it's called a photo booth, but it doesn't look like the old traditional kind of photo booth, but it's the kind where it has a light and you just put an iPad like clicked into it and then you you know the person getting the photo taken presses the screen and it does a countdown and so we provide um, when we have it like at Kids Day and stuff we provide little props but then we'll use that for Santa and then we can print the picture or we can email it or they can post it right to social media or all of those things and so um, again it's a nice we, we print it and we put it in a little um, 
photo folder that has our logo and the date and so forth on it. So again, it ties back to the credit union, but it's um, it's just a, again a nice time for the for youth members, and we always give out like um, paper reindeer hats and you know have little snacks and stuff like that. So that's a lot of fun. And then throughout the year, we have different um, youth. Um, engagement promotions and so um, like right now there's a promotion going on and it's called thanks for giving and so we ask um, we ask youth members to tell us who they're um, who they're thankful for having in their lives and um, then they you know they write out a little story and then we pick a couple winners and so then the person that they're thankful for as well as the the child gets a gift certificate or a gift card for somewhere so we do different things throughout the year to to try to engage the the youth members that we have because we we know that the youth are important to our credit union's future success and growth Oh my gosh, yeah. That's so many great ideas. I don't think I've heard of a credit union having Santa in their branch, but that seems like such a no-brainer. Because, I mean, right. it's, it's pretty low-cost aside from, yeah, some right. frames and you get a Santa suit and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Right. But, and and we have a person, a member, who volunteers. He's been Santa for like 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I just love the idea of the visibility. You know, I'm a communications person, so the visibility and the branding of, you know, that frame, which they could potentially put in their, you know, some baby book or on their mantle right. for years. Exactly. For <laughs> right, exactly. That's wow. exactly how we feel. <laughs> that's so great. And the thanks for giving, and again, I mean, that's just such a neat idea just to pay it forward. And, right. Uh, such good stuff. Well, yes. Deidre, I can't thank you enough for sharing with us today. So many good ideas. I hope I can make the 2019 Kids Day. This sounds like so much fun. Get some content yes. and everything else. But thank you so much for sharing with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having us on. It's been a lot of fun. As you can probably tell, I love Kids Day. It's exciting and, and it's just a great event. So I love talking about it. So let, thanks for letting me do this. Okay, lots of great information about MSU Federal Credit Union's Kids Day, and also at the end, some other interesting ideas for Thanksgiving and the holidays. And of course, if you're ever holding one of these outside, it clearly sounds like a cotton candy maker is a good idea. Now let's go to Montana and my conversation with the folks at Bear Paw Credit Union, Brittany Pfeiffer, Lending Specialist, and Caitlin Teske, Consumer Loan Officer. All right. Well, Caitlin and Brittany, welcome to Murmuring's podcast. So just to start, if you could introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about Bear Paw Credit Union. Okay. My name is Brittany, and we have 1,509 Credit Union for Kid accounts, which accounts for 10.79% of our 13,988 membership. And I'm Caitlin Teske. I'm a consumer loan officer here at Bear Paw Credit Union. In the past two years, I've been a co-chair for the Credit Union for Kids um, Youth Day event. Okay, great. Well, this Youth Day event, uh, we were talking earlier, it sounds like you have like a Credit Union for Kids month, and this Youth Day event is kind of like the centerpiece of the whole month? Yep, correct. We we do a fun day for the kids just to kind of highlight them and um, let them have a little fun, especially with learning how to save and opening accounts and different things like that. Oh, that's great. That's great. So... Youth Day, and this is in August. How long have you guys been doing this? Um, we kind of found that we kind of found things that led back to 1997. So we're thinking about 20 years that this, that this has been going on. Wow, 20 years. So as of so let's just pick 2017. So what kind of just walk me through like what's a like I have two daughters. So I want to bring them to Youth Day. Like what kind of things would I encounter at the Bear Paw Creating Youth Day? Uh, you would want to encourage them to 
save their money and open an account here at Bearpaw Credit Union. We encourage all children and anyone of that age to come in and sign up and come down to the park and have a good time for Youth Day. That's great. So it's at a local park there in in Montana. I can't say this name. It's Havre? Aver. Okay, I was totally wrong. It's obviously, but in Montana, that's awesome. And it sounds like there's, you know, there's food and um, other things, too. So aside from the savings, what kind of things are the kids doing at the, at the day? At the day, there's um, we have a lot of community involvement. We invite numerous businesses around our small community to come and set up a booth and teach them about um, their businesses, along with a game and prizes is normally what happens. And so for the credit union side, what we do is, like, like this year, we had them do a um, craft project. So we had them painting rocks and had, you know, the little pipe cleaners and wiggly eyes and different things like that, googly eyes on them that they could do. And then we also provided, you know, just basic hot dogs and chips for a lunch, which was free. And then we gave them a little goodie bag that they could take around to the rest of the booth that had a lot of information and things that were logoed with Bearpaw Credit Union and then the youth account information in there so they could come in and open up an account. Oh, that's great. I was just going to ask, so you have this event, and, and Brittany, you talked about this too. So how does it... How do you guys encourage savings at the event? And I'm, I'm assuming, too, you have some sort of maybe promotion or something attached to this. Yeah, we actually waive our $5 enrollment fee. When you sign up as a child, you have to pay a $5 fee to open your savings account. And during the month of August, we waive that fee if you come in and open a savings account. Another aspect that we like to do, too, that kind of lures the kids in is we do a grand prize. We have five branches here at Bearpaw Credit Union. So there's two grand prizes total. Chinook and Haber's names go in. And so, and then it's Chester, Shelby, and Sunburst names go into a pot. And these prizes are different every year, but this, once a kid signs up for a youth account, they're able to enter their name daily for that whole Credit Union for Kids Month. And then we draw the first week of the next month so they can try to win that big prize. And it's usually anywhere between a value of $150 to $300. Wow. And that's, you know, to a kid, $300, that's like giving them a house or something. <laughs> yeah, especially because um, this year we gave away a little tent, a couple of chairs, a kayak, and a bunch of different things that were, I mean, in the tent. So kids really love winning those prizes yeah, yeah. they can. Do you cut it off at a certain age or anything, or is it just... It's 0 to 17. Oh, 0 to 17. Wow, that's awesome. That's great. Or 0 to 16, sorry. Okay. And then yep. you, you have, you, you talked about this too, so what kind of community partners are at this event, aside from the credit union? We have so many different people that come to this. I mean, we have a local telephone cooperative that comes here. They're called Triangle Telephone. We have State Farm that comes. We have a clinic, Bullhook Clinic, that usually comes. We have a lot of our first responders, firefighters, um, police officers, and, you know, Border Patrol and different things like that that come. I mean, it's a whole community involvement when we do ask them to come. I know, just looking at the pictures that I saw leading up to this, there was a picture of a big tooth and stuff. So it's like you had a dental office or something, which is... Yep, that was a dental office. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, so you've been doing this, it sounds like Bearpaw, for almost 20 years or so. Over the years, and again, with the savings and everything else, what kind of feedback have you heard with success? Or, I mean, what keeps you doing this every year? 
Um, I think the thing that we like doing is it's just it's kind of a way to get our name out there for the youth. And I mean, I know all of the staff here loves getting outside and seeing the kids play and having them have a good time. And, you know, the parents love taking their kids too, because in the summer, there's not a lot to do. So we have a lot of daycares that come and um, enjoy the day. And everybody loves it. We always get great feedback from everyone. I mean, I don't think I've heard a bad comment on our youth day. It's always a big hit for our community every year, I feel like. Yeah, I can imagine. Like you said, I can imagine the staff being really excited about it. I mean, it's just a fun. The kids kids like it. The parents like it. Creating like it. It's like a win-win-win. And the community partners, too, because they're out in the community. Um, yep. So say I'm a creating and a person listening to this and I want to hold my youth day. What kind of, aside from the things you talked about, but what you know, what have you learned along the way what, or advice that you would give to credit unions? My advice from being a co-chair would just to be try to keep it simple. You get too much, um, you get a lot of great ideas, but some of them are kind of hard to do, like especially the crafts for kids and different things at the event. You got to keep it simple so the kid can take it to daycare or take it home. I mean, that's the main basic thing is just keep it simple. That's great because I'm sure every year you probably maybe tweak it a little bit and here and there and, you know, just kind of add and learn along the way as you do more of these. So Yep, we do. Really good advice. So I have to ask both of you, my favorite question, been involved with Youth Day, what is your favorite parts of the event? My favorite part, I would have to say, is just getting out there and being social with everyone in our community and seeing all the kids happy and enjoying themselves. And it's just an all-around good day for everyone. Yep, and my favorite part is just seeing our event come together and how much everybody's enjoying it and the kids have fun, and that's the best part is watching them laugh and play and have a good time. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta ask too. I forgot to ask this earlier, but you both work in lending. It sounds like, but yet here's this community event, Youth Day. How, how did it come to be? Were you the co-chairs and the people working on this event are in the lending department? Well, the way the committees work here at the credit union is just um, we have sign-up sheets that are placed out yearly, and then we have the opportunity for two years in a row to chair or co-chair. And it can be anybody in the credit union, so all departments come together to put this event together. Oh, that's really cool. So it's a cross-departmental kind of um, yep. thing. I like that a lot. So a lot of credit unions. So folks listening, that's really that's really good advice. Because I think too often, I, you and I were talking before the podcast, too often I think that's what happens. You know, marketing and the community outreach folks are the ones who normally do all of this kind of thing. But I like the fact that, you know, Bear Paws empowering employees to, to get out there and be in the community. And because it sounds like you both like it, and it's a great event, and that's really neat. So for the 2018, looking ahead, you know, I would assume you know, you've been doing this again for 20 years. Uh, what's next for Youth Day or, or the the month? Do you have anything planned, or even in the meantime? No, we just, I mean, regular day to day basis in our member service department, they hand out information and try to educate the kids that are opening the account. Um, usually, we start planning what three, four months before the event just to try to get it going and then invite local daycares and, you know, the community to the event and let them plan. And then we all just kind of get everything planned together and everybody does their own thing, but it comes together at the end. Well, Caitlin and Brittany, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. I wish you the best in 2018 with your next youth day. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.
right, another great conversation and lots of tips and tricks to hold a kids or youth day at your own organization. And remember to just start small, it sounds like. As always, thanks for listening and to Deidre, Caitlin, and Brittany today for sharing with us. Don't forget you can subscribe now to Murmurings on iTunes or their Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you usually listen to podcasts. For more information on the foundation and much more, visit ncuf.coop. Again, to donate to Credit Union Disaster Relief, visit cua.coop. Music for the podcast is by Kevin McLeod. And until next time, remember to keep purpose constant.